Welcome to Hell in a Cell. These are the winters of our discontent. As we sit here in this coffee shop, smoking our cheap cigarettes, drinking a $1 cup of coffee that barely fills the cup, and we discuss the intricacies of the world. We are the people on the edge of society who can look down and see all the pigs rolling around in their sheet. For we are the independents. Oh boy. Alright. Alright, that's what we're doing today. I was going off our thing from last time, remember? Yep, yep. I, I remember. I remember. Okay. Okay, good. Do you want to do you want to pitch in or should I just get start the show? I have I have nothing to pitch in that will uplift any of that anymore. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Welcome to Hell in a Cell an animation podcast hosted by me James and that's Maria. Hello. There you go. Or should I say bonjour? Buongiorno. That's Italian. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, we watch an episode of an animated TV program or cartoon, if you will, and then talk about it because, well, it's been 50 episodes. Might as well keep going at this point, right? <laughs> yep. Why stop now? Anyway. Uh, we went back to the internet, Maria. Yeah, we did. Went, went back onto that cesspool, that horrifying creation of Al Gore, and we, we, uh, yes. Al Gore didn't make the internet, James. Yeah, well, he said he did, so, you know, I, you know, I trust Al Gore. He kind of had some head on his shoulders. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, so we we put our fishing rod, our Animal Crossing fishing rod, and we reeled up some, something, hoping that it'd be, uh, you know, a uh, an oar fish or a. I'm trying to I'm trying to appeal to the COVID shut-ins. Uh huh. You know, I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm, I'm I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go home now. You are home, James. We record this in our homes. God damn it. We've been social Uh, distancing for two years. (laughs) We started it. We were ahead of the curve. We were way ahead of the curve. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, so we we reeled up this thing. It's called Has-Been Hotel. We watched season one, episode one of two, out of as of recording. Yep. <laughs> Orig- uh, original release date October twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. Uh, created and directed by Vivian Medrano. Written by Dave Captiville, Raymond Hernandez, and Vivian Medrano. And animated by a whole bunch of other people. There were so many. So many. Holy yeah. shit. 
compared to uh, Satina. There were so many. There was like four different slides for animators, <laughs> two for sto- for two for the freaking background artists. Mm-hmm. There was like a spe- special section for VFX a- animators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't just one. It was yep. a yeah. It was a production. It was a production team. Mm-hmm. Of of multiple people, and boy, does it look like it does. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in the meantime. Maria, why don't you start off our summary of this, if you can even do it? Oh God, it it's such. There's so much happening in this episode. I don't mm-hmm. dislike the fact that there's so much happening in this episode, but it almost feels like there's like half an arc in this episode. <laughs> like, what even happens? So we start off the episode with a song sequence that introduces us to this world in a very weird way because the first like fourth of the song is is done in sort of this weird paper cutout um, shadow um, animation. And then we slowly sort of move into the world, which is hell, where we live. Um, <laughs> no, we don't live in this part of hell. Not, I don't know where not this, this is. Kind of, yeah, not this particular kind of hell. Not this particular variety of hell. But, but you mm. know, it's hell. Um, and so... Our hell is cleaner. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Um, but, like, you can see that the, um, like, the color palette changes immediately as soon as you're in the world. Yeah. World. And, um, sort of this almost lament, like, mournful song about being stuck in hell and being, like, a fuck up. (laughs) We should probably mention there are four songs in this goddamn thing. There are. There are four songs in this show. The intro song lasts for quite a while. Um, yes. And sort of introduces us into this world with with sort of demons and the damned and... Um, we basically, mark. yeah, we basically start off the episode with one of the characters, um, Angel Dust, who is a hooker, and that's where we start off as. Yes, that's where we start. Um, who's trying to get drugs from a vending machine? Um, after having sex with somebody, yeah, with a random person. Yes, and he. And then we slowly move on to just a sort of a turf war that's happening. Okay, this is where I, I kind of lost the plot. Okay, so here there, there are a few plots happening over here. There is Angel Dust, who we see in the start, going around just being Angel Dust um, and not doing what she's supposed to do, which we later find out is um, sort of this... Uh, part of this hotel that uh, the princess of hell has started um and so let's just go in order of the of the of the 
episode. So we start off with angel dust and we slowly move on to a turf war, which is between a man. I forget what his name is. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sir something, Mr. Something. He has a top hat on and he looks like a snake. Um, and snake dude. Yeah, he's a snake dude with a lot of with a bunch of egg henchmen. And he basically goes um, is sort of trying to take over a section of hell and is trying to look spiffy doing it and gets into a fight <laughs> with another woman named Cherry Bomb. Okay. And between this fight, we sort of cut to the news um, where this news anchor, uh, what was her name? Killjoy, something Killjoy. Um, was it? Okay. Yes, something Killjoy and uh, something Trench was the name of the other guy who's wearing like a face, like a gas mask who's narrating the news news Mm -hmm. um and actually if you don't pay attention to the news and you pay attention to the like the you know the scrolling text god i tried it was about this dude who was talking about his wife having sex with someone else it was weird i didn't have time (laughs) to actually read the whole thing Um, we'll get to that but yeah um, and so, he, uh, uh, basically they break the, the anchor, you know, narrates the turf ter- war and then they break, um, and Charlie, the princess of hell shows, comes up to advertise her hotel. And, um, before she is on air, sh- um, she and her girlfriend, I forget what her name is, um, are, fuck. Um, sort of trying to talk and figure out, um, try, you know, to to uh, she, the, her girlfriend Charlie's girlfriend is trying to make sure that she doesn't she sticks to the talking points and does not um, start singing. Charlie comes up, does like the full, uh, you know, heartwarming, you know, speech, inspirational. And then we've, you know, cut to different scenes in hell where everyone's like, what a joke. And then Charlie starts singing. That also does not work. And then Charlie um, indulges the audience and the anchor, Killjoy, with some, uh, with a secret client for this happy hotel that she uh, wants to start to um, rehabilitate demons so that the there isn't like a cleansing that happens um as a way to curb the population um so she wants to rehabilitate demons and says that angel dust is um is her first client and um they immediately as she reveals the name of angel dust there is breaking news that angel dust is involved with the turf war because he is friends with Cherry Bomb and is helping her out to, you know, beat up Snake Man. Um, basically, you know, showing the world that Hotel isn't really doing a great job of rehabilitation because Angel Dust is back to his good old ways of having sex with random men and, uh, what are we doing fights. here? Yep. 
Hold on. All right, let's put a let's put on the brakes. Yep. Oh boy, there's so much going on here. Yep. It may not seem like it from the description. Go watch the show. It's free on YouTube. Yep. Just type in. Yeah, you'll find it. Yep. It's, it's fine. Has People been hotel. Are... Okay, so I, yeah, I was right about here where I kind of just kind of lost it. Well, so basically, he they've been keeping angel dust. Yeah, no, I I got all yeah. that. It's just I'm talking about like the the pacing, the just the the beats of the story. Right. Or it's kind of like a, you know how a story has it's kind of like do 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 do. Just a rhythmic beat that keeps you entertained and going. This one is a full-on drum solo that just goes on oh, for yeah. hours. No, this 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 episode definitely has a lot of stuff going on, and you know, it is so. Basically, at this point, they try to draw a parallel between um, sort of sh- sh- Angel Dust and Cherry Bomb fighting this other dude um, versus. Um, Charlie and the the news show anchor getting into mm-hmm. a fight with each other. Like, they full-on have a brawl in the studio. Yep. Um, we don't get to see much of it, but it happens. Yeah, so, but, yeah, they keep, like, cutting to, and I really like that one shot, which is, like, just slices. Oh, yeah, that's always fun. That was a very, that was a very good... Um, good shot. I really liked it. There's also mm-hmm. that really cool shot with like a bloated shot of Killjoy where she like, um, where they basically pan out the camera and she like grows all bloated and stuff and everything looks small around her. <laughs> and she shrinks back down and that was a really good shot. This, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Actually, why don't we just stop stop and talk about some of the character design too? Okay, so the character designs are all amazing. They're very good. I really like I really like the character designs. Like the moment we came into this world, I was like, "What is going on? What What are we doing?" Yeah, exactly. They're also very uniform. In how they're designed. Right. They all have a very similar style to them. Whereas a, I think, like a lesser crew would have went nuts mm-hmm. and just made everything, you know, we're, we're in hell. There's so many demons. We could just do whatever the hell we want, you mm-hmm. know? Let's, let's yeah. make this kind of demon and this kind of demon. Whereas mm-hmm. in this show, everybody has a very... There's like three things that kind of connect everybody together. And that's... Mm-hmm. The eyes are very similar on everybody. Mm-hmm. The mouths are all very similar on everybody. And they all have pretty similar kind of how the bodies are shaped shaped yeah the silhouettes are very similar yeah mm-hmm. they're all distinct and unique but it's that it's that little bit of uniformity that gives everybody kind of it makes them all stand out more i would mm-hmm. say but still belong into the same world 
Yes, everybody, everything feels connected, even when you have, like, a snake man over there and angel dust has, like, four arms and got a very spindly, weird body shape, and you've got other characters who I can't remember their names. um, There's there's Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb's got a very nice, like, design to her with, like, the one eye. Right. Quite like that. Yes. And we see other characters with one eyes too. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a connection in your brain that you see that. And uh, then the, the snake uh, dude has like five eyes or something. <laughs> right. It's a yeah. It they're also designed to be very, very expressive. Yeah. You could see like the eyes and the mouths just they stretch out all nice and good and fill up the face. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially Charlie's eyes. Yes, they kind of dominate her face. And and like obviously on purpose, uh, done so mm-hmm. to make her look a little more cutesy than ter- terrifying. Right. Uh, she's the character we have to connect with most because you know she's our main character. Yep. So obviously she has the most kind of expressive face mm-hmm. out of everybody. Mm-hmm. But then everybody else has just so many different expressions to them. Especially, I think they did a really good job job with Killjoy because she, they will every mm-hmm. now and again just turn her into a simple, like flat. You know what I mean? Instead of instead of like having a lot of details, she just is is sort of a just an outline, basically mm-hmm. a filled outline. Um, right. And it, it, she will switch back and forth from that whenever she's being like all menacing and demon like, mm. and then switch back to her weird curvy form um, when she's doing like regular talking, which is still you know, evil and terrible. <laughs> it's a great take on, like, a regular TV host, like a TV news anchor. Yeah, no, I get I get the satire. I get, I get the joke. Yep. I got the joke, Maria. You did? I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, also, I, the main I character's her... gay, which is she great. Is. That's nice, yes. Yeah, yeah. I I also really like their color palette. Yeah, I was gonna. Are we done talking about character designs? Yeah, I mean, we okay. can move on from that. Yeah, let's do the color palette because yeah, I'm all about this. It I I love the color palette. It's a lot of reds and blacks, but then mm-hmm. also like shades of gray and and whites. Um, a lot of yellow for highlighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her girlfriend, who we can't remember the name of, really stands out because she's all gray. Yeah, she's all gray and black uh, with, like, mm-hmm. the one red X for an eye and, like, a regular Whatever. eye. Whatever that's about. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But it, it like, yeah. it fits her sort of, um, it, it fits her character mm-hmm. um, and her design is, is really cool. I really like her design. Um, then there's the, then there's a radio demon, which we'll talk about in a second, 
But his, oh boy, (laughs) oh boy, um, oh boy, but yeah, the similar with the character designs, there's this uniformity of color throughout everything. Exactly, they're all in reds and blacks and grays and Mm -hmm. pinks. Yes, it's red, black, and pink. I think those are the three dominant colors. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pink. Like that deep, yeah. deep like pink, which I for really hell. Like there's pink. a lot of pink. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely an aesthetic. Yeah, we don't have any pink here. <laughs> yeah, ours oh, is just red and orange, brown, black, gray. Yep. Okay. We're in the we're in the we're in the boring hell. Yep. I'm starting to realize we might be in the boring hell. We're in the biblical one. Yeah. Well, the Dante one, which yep. Yeah, mm, should we try an isekai into this ho- into this hell? Um, no. This one has like giant blimps that shoot at you. Where did they get blimps? I don't know. I can't. We can't get a blimp here. We just got an elevator like last year. Yeah, that's because I stole Satan's shoes. Exactly. He had to make an elevator. <laughs> but yeah, every all, all the characters conform to the color palette, yep. which is great. Yep. It, it's just everything about the visual design is just it's almost just really perfect. Good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It, everything. Everything pops. The. I guess we should keep going. <laughs> yep, yep. We can talk about backgrounds once I'm done talking about, like, the hotel. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then we could talk a little bit about radio, the radio demon. Um, and the animation. And the animation, yes. Um, so, they, basically, you cut from the fight to um, a limousine. Um, and sort of the, uh, the two girls, um, Charlie and her her girlfriend and stardust being driven to the hotel angel dust oh what did i say stardust stardust sorry angel dust why did i say stardust Stardust? is a wrestler maria oh oops wait he was a wrestler he stopped being stardust and then became the american nightmare i don't think he's still the american nightmare that's a branding change if i've ever seen one yeah, it was a big brandy change. He has a brother named Gold Dust. All right. Who, cool. You know, you know what his finishing move was? What? Punch you in the balls. Oh my god! Are you kidding me right now? I'm not. That was that was his actual finishing move. I forget what it was called, but. <laughs> sure. Any hoodles? Um. Sure. Any hoodles? Um. So, basically, um, Charlie's girlfriend is yelling at Stardust for being a dick. You said it again. What did I call him? Stardust. All right. Sorry. (laughs) I find it it funny. (laughs) Anyway, Angel Dust. Yes. Charlie's girlfriend is yelling at Angel Dust for being a dick and being on the news. Because they're trying to redeem him, and he is not doing redeemable actions. So he's going around having sex with randos, and then 
trying to take drugs and then be getting involved in a turf war, which is all against the code of the happy hotel. So they show up to the hotel and, you know, Angel Dust is just kind of chilling around being a douchebag and making sex jokes. Um, and, and sexist jokes. And sexist jokes, yes. Yes, that too. Yep, yep. And... Um, Charlie and Charlie goes and finds another corner. Everyone just finds a corner and just sits and sulks for a little while. And um, until someone knocks on the door. It's a very nice looking door. Um, <laughs> there's like stained glass and everything. It's freaking, it's a, it's a big boy show. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's it's got like stained so glass and everything. It's like a, it's like a big boy house. It's like a house by made by an adult. Just keep going. I can't even. There's too much stuff going on. My brain is melting. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> she opens the door to the radio demon, who is supposed to be some this big shot demon man, who sounds like a radio host from the seventies. 20s. 60s 20s okay from the 20s um and he wants to help quote unquote because he likes chaos and he's bored and nothing chaotic is happening and he knows that this entire hotel idea is going to be just chaos so he wants to be there to watch and so he says that he will help Charlie. Um, and Charlie's girlfriend's like, no, this dude is bad news. This dude, like, wrecked everyone and is just a bored man. So don't make any deals with him. And Charlie, being smart, doesn't make a deal with him. And he um, calls in a few favors to help Charlie sort of clean up the hotel and make it less sad. Um, he calls in sort of this small manic pixie looking demon that starts cleaning up the house like immediately and a, um, gambler, a gambler, a gambler. He calls in a gambler who runs like a small cheap, he's, he runs like a bar. He's, he's running a bar in the, in the hotel. Um, Yeah. Um, and I think everything's going kind of okay for, like, maybe two minutes before someone blasts a hole through, <laughs> through the wall of the hotel. There's, oh, wait, no, before that, there's a, there's an entire song sequence mm -hmm. with, with, like, the radio demon turning the entire place into... Uh, I don't even know a swing dance yeah, like a, floor. A, I don't even know. It's a twenty swinger. Yeah. Or flapper, whatever. It's, it's just, just. It's great. I mean, I love it. It's great. But yeah, anyway, it's great. Yep, they get attacked by the snake man again, um, and. 
uh, it, the radio demon just conjure, conjures up like tentacles and mm-hmm. from un, from just like rips open the earth and sort of just crushes the blimp and the snake man inside. Yep. Yep, he calls Cthulhu, and Cthulhu comes and is like, yes, master. Yep, and just destroys him. Great. Like, This guy is terrifying. He's horrifying. Holy shit, he's horrifying. And then they go back inside, and, um... And the radio demon turns the sign of the Happy Hotel into the Hasbin Hotel, and that's how we begin this show. So, first oh of God. all, I want to say that the hotel design is fabulous. Oh yeah, with all the weird shit on it for it's no reason. Amazing. It's perfect. There's like a wrecked ship on it, and it's like eight stories tall and it's got like stained glass and roofs and like it's got roofs on roofs yeah yeah it's it's freaking huge yep it it it's really it looks really good what did you think maria uh i really liked it i i loved it i would definitely watch it again and watch more of it like there's Mm -hmm. so much happening and the colors are so good and the designs are so great and the animation is so fluid it's Mm -hmm. so smooth um yeah i I don't even know how they did some of that shit like there was vfx stuff i think it was most like the explosions and stuff was probably vfx Uh, and the limo that was yeah that was 3D. Oh. Yeah, it all looked so cool and like and seamless. It was mm-hmm. very, very nice. I liked the design of some of the um sort of the bar dwellers who who had like the almost glowing sort of stripes on them. Um when she's making the announcement and they cut to like a bar where these people are like, ha, demons can't be redeemed and blah blah blah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, it's just the animation was so good because there were fight scenes, so, so to speak. Quote unquote. Yeah. They were okay. That's probably the weakest part of the animation. Well, yeah, there wasn't really any hands on, like, I guess, sequences, like fighting sequences. They were all mostly like shots. Like, yeah. shot, cut, shot, cut, right? Like, yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be an action exactly. show. Exactly, yeah. So it's it's fine. Like, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. It's just, like, all the character work that they do in it is just so much better mm-hmm. that it, it really outshines the what they were trying to do with that turf war thing. Definitely. I mean, I, I like the aspect. It's definitely tying... Trying to tie in a bunch of different things, um, especially in the first episode where they're trying to sort of set up this world of chaos and then this, mm-hmm. like, demon princess that's trying to 
change the world or hell or whatever Ooh. and is having a difficult time doing it because she's you know she's a she's a demon and nobody really knows if that's a way to you know redeem souls a lot of people that are over there don't aren't the kind that want to be redeemed anyway so it's kind of like mm -hmm. she's picked up a uh a project <laughs> yeah I, angel dust definitely like why the question is why is he there because he stays there at the end yeah and it's kind of interesting because or she or the they i, I think don't. it i think it's he or is she no they they're pretty or... they were pretty um apt about him being a, a dude who knows doesn't matter gender's yeah, not don't a thing here gender is not even a thing anyway he's supposed to be a hooker she they they're supposed to be a like a sex worker porn star situation with them there's a lot mm -hmm. of cursing that happens in the show there's no stops right I think probably the other, well, hmm. another thing I didn't like, I'm, I'm putting out the bad stuff first because it's just kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just kind of amazing. So I kind of have to lead in with the bad mm -hmm. if that's, a, if that's a permittable, Maria. Well, it depends on what you're, what, what, what it is, James. I did not like Angel Dust sex jokes. Did you not? I I enjoyed them. I thought they were too much. They're, they eventually became too much, and it just kind of became window dressing at that point. Mm. Which the, there was know. no impact at the end. I you know I uh, I disagree. That's fair. You're free to disagree. Um, mostly because that kind of sort of chalks out his character, their character, um, in a, as, as a certain kind of character because nobody else in the show makes those jokes except mm -hmm. for Angel Dust. Um, and I'm okay with that. The news bitch does, though. No. At the beginning. When she's berating the wizard reference. Hmm. That's fair. That's fair. The you know, it's it's a it's a criticism I have. Right. Right. If you if you disagree, that's fine. We Let's agree to disagree, James. Sure, whatever. <laughs> um the only other negative I had was this this they need to take a chill pill Who? holy crap there's too much this show oh the first episode yeah there's there's so much here that it's it's so much it goes by that's it's not that there's so much it's that it goes by so fast yeah everything everything is just happening bam 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 um mm -hmm. and there's no time to breathe and there and that kind of is a detriment to some things there's a 
uh, spot where the radio demon is showing off a, a thing. I forget what it is to... What's the main character? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie? Charlie. Charlie. Okay. He's he's showing off like a thing to Charlie and it's like a, it's a classic like SpongeBob like sight gag where you, you know, show the thing and it's super detailed. Right. But it's only on screen for like a second and then it's gone. And everybody right. wait, go back. That's you're supposed to hold on that. What are you I, What are we doing here? I really like the radio demon. No, he's great. He's fucking great. I love the radio demon so much. That it's a great villain. His, if he's the his villain voice, of the show. His he's like one of those like you're not even sure that they're the villain, but you're pretty sure they're here to cause chaos. Not because they're like evil, that it's because they're bored. Like that 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 very very stereotypical sort of I'm on the good guy's side, but only because I have nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> and these people are so stupid, it's hilarious. I've conquered everything, might as well go to the good guy's side for some reason. Exactly. And you don't actually see a lot of that in in Western anime. Uh not in Western animation. You see, Western you anime. see that in anime. Like I've seen that in anime. That that feels like something mm. that you would see in anime. That like this weird superpowered thing is just hanging out with the good guy because they're bored. Right, or they give them something. Uh, what's the guy uh, Kinsey in Full Metal Alchemist? Yeah, if you remember him. Yeah. That's, um, that's pretty. Even the cat uh, in, in Madoka. Oh, God, yeah, the cat in Madoka. Bunny cat. God. Cubie, that's his name. Cubie, yeah. The bunny cat. But, yeah, like, that's not something that you see a lot in Western animation, right? Like, in Western TV shows. But you see it a lot in anime. Um, and he, mm-hmm. this, like, the radio demon is just this fucking great. Like, his voice... The effect of his voice is is amazing, and his character design is amazing with like the one like monocle. Yeah, it's very like when you first see it, it's very simple, and you're like, uh, he doesn't look intimidating. But as he go as it goes on, and it build, and he just, they just start building his character like slowly, yeah, like with mm. especially with um, sort of uh, the montage that Charlie's girlfriend does. Of, mm-hmm. of, like, the past and the radio demon, like, taking over hell, almost. Basically, like, overthrowing older demons and souls and sort of taking over hell. Um, and she sort of, as she, you know, does that and, like, fades back into with, with everything becoming, like, a background. It's very well done. I really liked mm. it. Yeah, both of those, like at the beginning with the um, cutout kind of style, which put Ruby to shame. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was so well done. I was very confused for a second, too. I was like, what is going on? Oh, I I started out confused and it didn't get any better. 
really i i felt like by the end of it i was like oh okay stuff makes sense now it's oh, hell yeah. there's a girl who has daddy and mommy issues apparently and oh she's God. trying to redeem a bunch of demons because she's a good person and doesn't want you know other demons to die because of the the cleansing and and you know there's other I, people that are stupid in this world <laughs> killjoy is pretty fucking good i like i like the good i like the good satire <laughs> that good old satire yeah like the radio demon also has his bits of satire where he like will make some very racist sort of com this or not racist very sexist comments i think he even smacks um yes charlie's girlfriend in the butt yeah or was it charlie no no it was the girlfriend remember because he like the girlfriend gives yeah. her like a makeover and then like whoops her on the butt yeah that yeah that that tracks yep like that very like god that poor girlfriend that very like i'm a i'm a charismatic figure with a lot of power and i'm also sexist because i'm from the 20s i am from the 1920s <laughs> so Huzzah! Nothing bad can ever happen to us yep. in the twenties. The girls that are I I I liked I liked them. I liked I liked all of them. Mm-hmm. All the characters were very the animation really helped. Yes. They're so expressive, like yep. in their own ways. Disgustingly yep. so. Yep. yep. In their in their own specific ways too. Um the manic pixie girl. Oh, that one just showed up, and I was like, "Who, oh boy, here what a handful. Here, here we go. Oh, God. It's, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe this. It's kind of its own thing at this point. Like, okay, Varia, uh, not, not serious question in the slightest, but... Is there such a thing as too much animation? Nope. <laughs> well, you would say that. <laughs> but, like, the... Yeah, the animation, there's so much of it in here. It's 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 very... It, it is definitely sped up. Like, you could definitely say that they need to, like... Take a breath. Just <laughs> take to, a like, chill pill. Just sort of, like breathe for a second um but yeah, I, some of the jokes go by way too fast there's <laughs> no like breath that you kind of need for it to settle right like uh with with satina the that's, uh, that's fair yeah i mean again i would with... i would want to watch maybe a few more episodes to like again i don't know if they have any more episodes but to see if that is um being done on purpose like like that that it is intentional mm. for it to be that fast or whether it's just something that they're trying to work through 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, like but, uh, because yeah. a lot of the choices in this animation seems very deliberate. So I want to watch other episodes to see if the pacing is the same or if this was just something that they needed to do for the pilot to make people understand what's going on. And they needed to fit it in 30 minutes, so they had to speed it up a little bit. So I would almost mm-hmm. want to watch a few more episodes to see if the sped up process or the sped up um, pacing of, of the show is is because this is the pilot or because this is like a deliberate sort of style choice for them. I would say if they're going to do it, they should just keep doing it. If it, you know, stick to your guns. Exactly. Don't, uh, you know, don't listen to me. Don't don't take my criticisms to heart because right. they're very they're very half hearted. Right, I love this. Yeah, it looks and, and like, so good. I can see that they're breaking a lot of norms, so that could be one of the things that they're breaking too. Is that mm. you know maybe they in the creator's mind, you know, the story is very dense, and they want and they don't want to. Um, water it down just because the medium is a is like animation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, like Avatar got away with it. Why not you? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it, it has mm-hmm. sort of like this almost. Um, it almost feels a little bit like like a sugar rush watching it. Oh yeah, like. You feel like you need to you need to sit down for a bit after you watch it. Yeah, it's very much like a like it's a it yeah it's a sugar rush situation happening where you just like you watch it and you're like, what? <laughs> and if every episode is like that, uh, I might I don't know. It might think, be it uh, might be a way to 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 deliberately have people not binge it. This is not something oh that I would god. binge. Oh god, no! You'd be like, uh, I don't even know what would happen. Exactly, my eyes would fall out. Exactly, like this isn't something that you would binge, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I would definitely go back and rewatch this a few times, and oh, which is yeah. which is a good thing for for something that's on YouTube that that they know is going to take a while to put out, so it keeps mm-hmm. people engaged for a longer time because it's not like a weekly thing for them it's not they're not on a tv production schedule it's it's very much a we can put this out when we can sort of situation which it seems like it's it took them like even it's even with the with the larger staff that they have or team that they have um might have taken them a while to make just by the sheer detail of everything and the smoothness of the animation yeah that's the other thing though like this you can't get this level of shit you know this this animation that takes a while and if you're i don't know know what their goals are what their production schedules like what they're especially with corona now mm-hmm. like who knows how that i mean i i'm pretty sure they're probably all remote working right. so i don't think it could be a problem but like if you want to and i don't even know if they want to if you you know you with youtube with stuff like this the culture is so ephemeral that you, you just cannot put out something that looks this good 
in a schedule that people will still kind of keep keep up with it mm-hmm. like the diehards will like we will oh definitely but the normal you know cows that are just sitting there chewing their cud waiting for the next distraction until they die you know they're not gonna stick around but that's do you fair. want them to? Well, yeah, that's the, the thing, though. Like that's especially with in with indie stuff. That's that's where sort of you draw the line, right? Like you want to put out something mm-hmm. that's different and and um, good in its own way, and that's going to take time, and that means that you know you're going to lose a certain kind of following because you don't have that level of production rate, but you know do you really care about those people because they're not here for your quality clearly they just want the what they can get you know whatever Mm -hmm. entertainment they can get and so do you actually even care about that population and i mean if it's really good then it doesn't matter because if it's really good then even the ones that are just here for the entertainment will be here because it's entertaining right Mm -hmm. like you'll always have the diehards but if it's good enough then it will break through that and you know, make it through to to the mainstream. Right. I don't know if this has a chance of doing that. I would hope so, but it's it's kind of, hmm, you know, it's kind of niche. Definitely. I would say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like th- there's a lot of sort of, there's a certain kind of population that I know would definitely not be okay with with a lot of the way that the characters are structured in the show and um, the style of the show or the the storytelling of the show. Um, mm-hmm. So they're definitely like, but but there's a clear idea, there's a clear vision. And, you know, if you have that, then you don't really need anything else. Right. I would hope they have a clear vision. I would hope they don't listen to if this is what they want to do they don't listen to any of the critics and they just keep doing it Mm -hmm. because if that's what they want to do then they should do it it looks amazing everything about it is amazing it sounds amazing it looks amazing the music is good the voice acting is very good the music is amazing yeah like i i you know i was a little worried when we got the opening number in the beginning, I was like, oh, what's this going to be like? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. is this going to be like a, a f- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it like a Ruby level oh, song oh, where it's going to just be. No, it's good. It's, it's so like, good. Like, you're very confused oh. at the start because, like, the song oh, yeah. is very different from what you're seeing. Especially, like, mm-hmm. later on into the song when you're looking into, like, hell and and sort of getting introduced to the kind of world that you're in. Like, the song mm-hmm. is very misleading because it's, like, this sort of... Um, oh, yeah. It's a lament. It's not, like... Like it's some, a Disney princess song. Yeah, it's it's very much like a I'm a screw up in this weird world of demons, and that's saying something because it's a world of demons, um, mm. and everybody's a screw up. But like you know, it's it's the song is a lament. The 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 tone is very like sad and forlorn, and then you see like demons and stuff, and you know, <laughs> what do you associate with demons? Like, not that <laughs> definitely. Um, but then you also have her sort of very like, I, um, I have a dream, um, sequence. 
which 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 is like something straight out of Tangled, really. Um, and then right. and then you have the um, sort of almost swing, sort of upbeat um, song from from the Radio Demon, um, sort of towards the end, which is also very different from. So the, the, all the three tracks are very different from each other. Um, the animation is very different for all of them too. Um, especially for the radio demon where like the colors change too. Oh yeah, they do. They they become more blue and uh and purple. green and purple. Yeah. Oh, and green, it's yeah. kind of like have you seen Aristocats? Yes. You know when that, that oh, sequence yeah. the, the, the sequence with all the cats singing? They yeah, where the they like flip number. the colors. So it's it'll they'll like everything's the same color except for the outline. Yes. The outline is black and the everything else the color changes from like purple to green to like um blue and stuff like that and I don't know, this is really cool. I really like it. Mhm. I really was expecting the worst with those with that first song though. <laughs> Uh huh. It's just like, oh, we're in for a ride here. Uh huh. Oh, here I we mean, go. we did get a ride. This is oh, true. we got a ride, all right. Oh boy, we got a ride. Uh, the last of my notes is just dot dot dot. That's a, that's hmm. Just dot dot dot. Just dot dot dot. I I couldn't. There's so much stuff. I loved it. I it. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's, it was a good. It was a really anymore. good show. I I quite enjoyed it. I want to see more. Is this the only episode out? I think there's another one out. Mm. I want to see this again because I don't even can't even. <laughs> I would definitely go back in. and watch it. I would definitely go back and rewatch it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot happening here. It's a lot of stuff condensed into 30 minutes. Like I said, when we were done, I was like how long was this episode and you were like 30 yeah. minutes i was like no what felt like an yeah hour. you thought it was an hour <laughs> it did feel like an hour it's it's so ambitious well, but I it's hope- like a good feeling though right like when you're usually no, watching yeah. tv and you look at the time it definitely feels like less time has passed than has actually passed when you mm-hmm. watch this and you're out of it, you look at the time and you're like, oh, I it's actually not as much as I thought I, you know, was mm-hmm. in. It's like the it's like <laughs> an inverted sort of effect of watching something. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, the only other thing I can remember that did that, in recent memory at least, is Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. that movie feels like it's five hours long it's only like an hour and 40 (laughs) and not in a bad way yeah not in a bad way like it's not like it was grueling it's more like there's so much happening and you feel like a way Mm. more time has passed than than it actually has because of the sheer amount of stuff condensed into that time Yes, and you're you're just glued to the screen. You're not like yeah, you have hardly distracted watching. Exactly. And you're like, oh yeah. fuck, two hours has gone by. Shit, I should have done something with that two hours. Amazing. You know. Yep. Yes, I do. I think a lot of people do. Yep. Do we have anything else to say other than this show is amazing? Really um, good? I don't think so. I think we touched on everything. 
um it's just a really good show and i i want to see more from from these people yeah i just i'm wondering really if they could keep up the quality i hope they can i hope they can yeah I mean, the next it, the next episode took a long time to come out. Right. Which, you know. Understandably sore. Understandably so. I would rather yeah, they if... take a longer time to, to keep up with the production value than, than like, sacrifice that for just because they want to put out more stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I will I... gladly wait months for another episode if it means that mm-hmm. it's going to be just as good as, you know, the first one. Yeah, or even a year or something. Oh, definitely. For this, for this level of animation, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. But anyway, I wish them well in whatever they're trying to do. Yep. Four so fingers? what do you give it? Four, yeah, four fingers. It's, it's just nearly... Nearly flawless. Mm-hmm. Some minor nitpicks from me. Maria had no nitpicks. No, I really liked it. She has decided not to do her job this week. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't have nitpicks because I didn't see anything to nitpick. Nah, meh, 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 meh. Fine. But, you know, minor nitpicks, fine. Who cares Your about nitpick. minor nitpicks? Sure. <laughs> it's what I do. Uh huh. What's wrong with minor nitpicks? It shows I was paying attention. I was paying attention too. I had notes this no. time. <laughs> Not like that. Uh-huh. I wasn't ragging on you. I'm just saying. Uh huh. Sure, sure. Look, if I don't have any minor nitpicks, then I wasn't paying attention. I see. Alrighty then. Then I was just kind of half-heartedly watching it and just like, well, it was. Sh- I, I either say, well, it was shit or it wasn't. Uh-huh. But if I'm paying attention to it, I'll be like, well, this w- this worked, this didn't work, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I do. I see. That's, that's what I do with my free time. I'm a very boring man. <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching next time, James? Uh, good question. Do I know what we're watching next time? Uh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, we're not watching anything. Because it's our mid-season break. we're taking a mid-season break, which we very, very sorely need because... Holy crap. (sighs) Fuck coronavirus. Yep. Because Uh, we need a break and our brains don't work anymore. But we will see you again in July. Um, Yep. For? For what? Oh, it's Christmas in July. There you go. Because James can dress up like Santa Claus in the middle of summer. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I did do that, didn't I? Yep. Oh, fuck. It's so, it was so hot today. Uh huh. Oh, my God. It was was snowing yesterday. Shut up. (laughs) You can go to hell. (laughs) I'm already in hell. Yep. We will be doing a movie night, though. Yes, we will be doing a movie night. Um, how about you tell us the news, and then I'll tell what these lovely, lovely listeners what movie night is. We haven't even picked anything. Well, yeah, but like, I still have to tell them what it is. What's okay. the news, James? Uh, 
Not much because of coronavirus. Cue the crickets. Cray, Thank cray, you, cray, cray. I have a sound effect. Oh. <laughs> Didn't you hear it when you I listened did. to the team? I did. I just, I wanted to, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we got one news story. What do we got? We got, uh, so Ireland, you know, that place where the leprechauns live? Uh-huh. Ireland, where people drink a lot, except they don't really on national average. That's uh-huh. just a stereotype uh, perpetrated by the British. Of course. <laughs> because they have to make themselves feel better about their drinking habits. Yep. Uh, Ireland, that place that doesn't really understand what taxes are. <laughs> uh-huh. What about Ireland, James? Uh, their animation industry is, is slowly but surely growing. Oh. Yes. Uh, Ireland has now a... Uh, the animation industry in Ireland has overtaken live-action works. In Ireland? Yes. That's that's pretty cool. Yes, with the amount of spending and manpower working on it. Damn. So, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. That's something. We got uh, the uh, studios there. Um, one of my favorite studios ever, uh, Cartoon Saloon, mm-hmm. who have made some of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we also have Boulder Media and Brown Bag. Never which, heard of it. Uh, I, me neither. They probably made something. They just got acquired by Hasbro. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and Canada's nine story media. Do you know who this is? Nope. Okay. Well, I thought, you know, you're, you're in Canada. Da, 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 Canada. Mm-hmm. So maybe you knew, but whatever. Anyway. So that's neat. Ireland. Making animated shit. Have you ever seen a cartoon saloon cartoon? I might have, but I don't know about it. They've only done three so far. They've done... uh, Well, they've done Song of the Sea, Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite anime... Uh Should I try again? Yep. Try that again. One of my favorite animated movies of all time. I have heard of it, but never seen it. The Secret of Kells. Have not seen that either. Uh, the Breadwinner. I have heard of that one. I have not seen that either, but I've heard of it. Yeah, I haven't seen The Breadwinner yet. I probably should do that. We should watch it. Mm-hmm. It's probably good. But anyway, they make some good shit, and so, yeah, it's encouraging that uh, Ireland is putting this much uh, of their resources into a medium that most people think is stupid. I know, right? People are stupid. People are stupid. Other than that, uh, not much coronavirus. Oh, so... uh. Little side tangent here. Mm-hmm. I was a I was at my mother's on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. 
and she she's old so she has the tv on to live tv which is something i haven't seen in a long time uh-huh and there is a uh trailer for that new scooby-doo movie the there's cgi a one movie? oh you haven't heard of this okay there's a there's a prequel question mark there's a big question mark on that it's okay. called scoob okay and it's CGI animated, and it looks awful. I'd imagine. It it looks it looks pretty bad, and now they're advertising on TikTok. What? Yeah. What? Oh, that sounds horrifying. Yeah, it, it looks horrifying. Wait a minute. Hold on. Breaking news, Maria. Uh-huh. Breaking news. Genny Tartakovsky, you know him? Nope. Remember him? Maybe. You did Samurai Jack, yes. Powerpuff Girls, yes. that guy. Okay. The Russian weirdo who's really good at animation. Okay. He's trying to revive his Popeye movie. Okay. All right. Oh, my God. Have you... Have you... Have I not shown you the Popeye? No. And test animation no oh fuck okay i gotta show you that after this okay it's oof okay so fingers crossed that gendy gets popeye (laughs) so the story is as the as the legend goes uh gendy has works at sony Mm -hmm. mostly Mm -hmm. he he directs all the hotel transylvania movies Mm mm-hmm and he was like, "Hey guys, you know how I make these horrible movies for you? Uh-huh. I, they're not that they're not that horrible, but uh-huh. you know, but they're not what he wants to make. You know, how I make these Adam Sandler vehicles for you." And so he was like, "Yeah, we we love it, Yendi. You're the best." Uh-huh. And they put an arm around him and pat him on the chest and be like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Hey, can I make a Popeye movie? Since it's in the public domain and anybody can make a Popeye movie." <laughs> And I got this test animation, and and it looks really nice. And Sonya's like, yeah, Genny, that sounds awesome. That sounds great. And then the Sony email hack comes out, and they're like, yeah, fuck this shit. We're going to make the Emoji Movie instead of this. (laughs) That is what happened. Why does the Emoji Movie exist? Because um, Sony wanted to make money. Did it, though? Did it? Did it really? Uh, So that's a weird question because it technically did, even though it was kind of a box office failure. (sighs) Like they sold so... (laughs) They sold so much advertisement in that movie that... It basically just needed to break even to make a profit, which it did. (laughs) Oh, did I tell this? Did I tell this on the podcast? No, I don't think so. Oh, God. So after the Emoji movie came out, there was an ad on TV. It was coming out in October. And the ad was saying, watch the spooky, scary emoji movie, just in time for Halloween. Oh, my God. That is literally an ad that played on television. 
No, no, just I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Mary refuses. I refuse as well. Anyway, do we have anything else in the news, James? I got nothing else. That's it. There's nothing else. Coronavirus is horrible. Is horrifying. Yeah, yeah. We're all in the same boat. It's fine. If you like our podcast and would li- would like to support us in any way, shape, or form, then you can leave us a review. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you could leave us a like. You can subscribe and leave us a comment as well. If you're listening to us on YouTube. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, then you can follow us. And if you're already following us, good job. Um, you can also follow us on our social media um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Chaotic Silly, no space. Um, and if you like us even more and are willing to shell out some money for us for a dollar, you get access to our Patreon exclusive Movie Night in Hell podcast, where James and I, James and I, James and I, James and I <laughs> talk about. Well, James and I talk about um, movies, animated movies instead of TV shows. Um, and um, this month, we still haven't figured out what movie we're going to watch, but we're going to watch something at some point. And um, it will be available to the public on the mainstream for free because of coronavirus and because people are bored and we would like to provide something. entertainment, something, anything. Just provide period we're providers we're essential workers are we though no i mean i am because i actually work at some place but you aren't no you're just kind of a freeloader wow harsh harsh words from james ristig (laughs) breaking news james ristig um trashes his host on on air Isn't that every episode? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway. Um, yeah. Bye. Oh, wait. Go watch Has Been a Hotel on the yes. YouTubes. Yes. Has Been a Hotel on YouTube. Um, yeah. And we'll see you guys next time, which will be in July. Oh, yeah. We're, we're off for a month. Yeah, a month. Yep. Have fun with that. We will. Yep. Okay, bye. Bye.